Hey, welcome back to Top Five. We're excited to kick off this show. This is our first one I think we've ever done live and in person. Uh, so it's exciting. I am here with Bridget Moore, who's one of our awesome broker associates at CBNA Realtors, my brokerage. And we are going to be talking today about referrals and talk yeah. about the top five things. And Bridget is really an expert on getting referrals from, from sources. And you know, you hear people talk a lot about, oh, I want a referral-based business, I want a referral-based business. Right. It's a lot easier said than done. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. And it's taken you years to get to the point yeah. where you really are developing these great relationships. And so I invited Bridget in to talk a little bit about that. But talk, introduce yourself and, and tell a little bit about your, your history, how we got here. Okay. So I have been licensed right at 14 years now and uh, had no plans to get into real estate at all. I was corporate America and uh, realtors were actually my clients. So uh, they were the ones that were, you know, telling me you should really try this business. I thought, no, not at all. I like my my paycheck, my insurance, my 401k. Um, but it got to a point where I was capped out. I was you know, feeling like I was traveling all the time with, with the other job and um, thought, you know what? At the point I was I think, 26 years old and I uh, thought, I'm just going to try it. If, if I hate it, I hate it. I move on. I've tried. So I uh, never looked back. That travel, doing that travel it. piece is tough, right? It was hard. It sounds cool. And when you're young, you're like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And then you're just like, this kind of sucks. It does. Because I, I was that. gone. Oh, I feel like three weeks out of the month. Mm -hmm. And at that point in my life, I was looking to settle down. I was, you know, dating someone seriously. And I was always gone. Right. And I, anyway, as dumb as it sounds, I wasn't even with my dog, you know, yeah. like, this sucks. So you know, when, I, when I was doing it, I legitimately had a conversation with my dad at one point. Yeah. That I might give up my apartment and just when I was in town, yeah, stay in like one of those extended Same. stay suites. Yep, yeah, because it, makes it just more didn't make sense. sense. Yeah. yeah, so anyway, totally. Yeah. Um. So you got your license. Got my license and have been doing it ever since. And the best thing I ever did. Um, I did shadow a top producing realtor pretty much my first year, uh, which helped a lot. Um, from just best practices. Uh, but more importantly, what not to do. You know, don't. Let's not spend all the money and the time on something that I don't want to reinvent the wheel. If it doesn't work for you, it probably won't work for me. Right. So um, much of, there's a lot of that, right? You, you don't think about it as you're first getting started, but when you don't know what does and doesn't work, yes. everything looks like it might work. Right. Well, and you, you know, they teach you spend the money everywhere, spend thousands of dollars every month on farming and these neighborhoods. Right. And for me, that's kind of where referrals came into play because it didn't have a lot of extra income. And I thought nobody's going to believe a 26 year old girl really at the time who has no experience just because they mail into their neighborhood, but it cost me $1,200 to do it right. every month. Right. So, and I just didn't have that ability to have that sure. budget. Um, and so I did that for a while and then slowly started to grow my team. Um, we're now 14 years later, a team of eight and we've got five realtors, three support staff, um, we focus residential, uh, commercial, and we're just loving it. Awesome. So that's the decision uh, I made. So how much of your business today is referral based? Right now, we're right about 76% for 2020. Um, so I always, my, my default answer when somebody says, oh, my business is 100% referral. Oh. <laughs> My default answer, generally speaking, is well, then you're not talking to enough strangers. Right. You need to try right. hard. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, what I've always told people is that somewhere in that 70, 75 range, right. 
is is kind of where you want to be. And then the rest, you you know, you get off sign calls, you get off right. of internet leads, you know, whatever that is. Right. Um, and so, I'm assuming you didn't start at seventy five percent. No, that's something that you worked up to. Right. So ask Bridget on top five to give us her top five tips on building up a referral list. Right. So, so let's start with number one. Okay. Um, well, I'll start from when I got licensed because then it was very different than it is now. Sure. Um, I have, again, very limited budget. And I thought, okay, where, where can I get the best bang for my buck, if you will? And I thought about people that I already knew. Yeah. And it, because I didn't have a thousand dollars a month to just mail out blindly to people who have no idea who I am, right. aren't going to remember me. And quite frankly, they're probably just going to throw it in the trash. So I thought, okay, who am I already working with? Who is my attorney? Who's my hairdresser? Who's my banker? Who's my nail tech? You know, everybody. Yeah. Um, who's my esthetician? And I went to them and I said, look, I want to create a relationship where, you know, we've already, we're already doing business with you. I'm already, you know, utilizing your services and giving you reviews and trying to get you additional business. I'm now in real estate and I would love to be the realtor you refer. Um, it was very genuine. It was very organic and it grew from, you know, literally probably just my first immediate, okay, who am I using currently to let me list out a top 100 okay. of industry exclusive businesses that I either know someone, attorneys are great examples, CPAs, um, they know people all the time that are in need of real estate services. Attorneys are great referrers. Amazing. And they're the best clients. A lot of people, I feel like they get a bad rap a lot, but I love attorney clients. And uh, I did. I went to them and I said, look, I will, you're my attorney. I will give you anybody that I know that needs, you know, some kind of, you know, legal help. I want to refer you. And it just very organically became where I created my own sphere of referral partners almost. Um, so tell me about the expectation setting part of that. Because I think that a lot of people, you know, like I have sold a couple of my escrow officers that mm -hmm. I've used in the past. I've helped them sell there and buy homes. Right. And when I asked them, yeah. they're like, no one ever asked. Right. And I think we just assume that you know, if our lender has a referral, they'll send it to us or the uh, title company has a referral. But there is an element of, hey, if I'm going to do business with you, this has got to be a two-way yeah. street, right? Completely. So so if I'm a new agent and I'm going to go out and I'm going to talk to an attorney, right? what does that conversation look like? So I try to put it more on, I make it less aggressive, if you will, where I'm bringing it back on me. And I say, look, I really like to work with people that like to work with me. I like to work with people that, you know, I feel are reciprocating business referrals back and forth. Right. I would like to provide that to you. Would that be something you'd be interested in? Because then you're not saying, hey, give me business. Right. You got to pay to play. Like it's not, it's, it's a very genuine relationship that you're building. That's what you want. You want someone that you're able to give a referral to honestly as well. Right. Um, and most of the time they're going to realize like, yeah, that makes total sense because I think most people believe in reciprocation. You know, it's very, you want to help those that are helping you. That's right. So if you look at it from just and a if it's somebody way, you really want to do business with and not somebody that you just picked out of the phone. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's somebody that I, I know ahead of time. I'm not just blindly, you know, calling strangers. Right. Okay. So. You said industry, so it doesn't matter who they are, 
could be your accountant, could be your attorney, could be your title company, could be, mm -hmm. doesn't matter, right? Right. We're just going to go out to one person in each of these and say, right. hey, this is what we want to do. Yeah. And you have a hundred of those. Yes. That's a lot. Yeah. How do you manage that? <laughs> I have a, like a uh, binder. <laughs> I swear to God, it's green because it's money. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. It's but, the truth. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, so that, that was the first thing you did. Yes. You started building that. So then what came next? So then it became, okay, now I'm starting to get these referrals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I need to show appreciation to the people who are sending me the business. Because uh, I didn't have past clients at this point. You know, right. it's all new new clients, if you will. Um, so I made sure anytime they would even send me, like, hey, I gave so-and-so your name. Or if somebody would call me and say, hey, Mr. Attorney gave me your name. Immediately, I'm sending them a handwritten thank you card, maybe a Starbucks gift card, just something to say thank you, like just genuine. And it's not much at that point, you know, five dollars. Just you know, I appreciate you thanking me. Um, and then when it turns into your clients that are referring you over the years, because it takes a while. You know, the average homeowner sure. stays in their house. What is it? It just went up. Didn't it's it? up to From, almost ten years. Yeah, now, yeah, ten years. So you're figuring for every closing. It's going to be another 10 years before they buy again. Right. So, you know. You, how do you stay valuable? How do you stay relevant in somebody's life right. for a decade? And that's really what it is. Right. Um, because you want to then treat that client that you're, you've are you been given, quite frankly, um, the absolute just top level service possible um, from the whole experience. You know, people talk about closing gifts or this or that, um, which are great. But sometimes it's a whole family you know, that are moving in. Um, maybe they have dogs, maybe they have cats. You know, we always make sure that we were trying to be very personable with the interactions that we had. Um, and then following up after closing, right. you know, I mean, because in literally becoming their friend and I don't, I've had a ton of people ask me, well, how do all of your clients become your friends? But my thought is how do they not? Because you've got to be, hopefully you're working with people you like. Hopefully. I mean, that's the, you know, we've all we've all had that oh, one or two. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It happened. I'm never going to talk to you again. Thanks right. For like, with me. See you later. Yeah. Um, but you know, hopefully you are staying in touch with them in some capacity, not just an email newsletter once a month or you know, hey, happy birthday from a you know mass, yeah, unpersonalized card once a year or something. Yeah. And that's um, the you know, I think when you boil it all down. I think that's the piece that a lot of realtors miss. Yes. Because it's not sexy. No. no. And yeah, we talk a lot about creating engagement, creating conversations, but it's really hard to create engagement and create conversations with people that you don't regularly right. speak with. Right. You know, yeah. it's your once every six months, I'm going to just say, hey, do you have anybody that wants to buy or sell? Right. It's a whole lot easier if that person picks up the phone and is excited to hear from you. Right. Right. Yeah. And if you're, if you know about them, you know, then you can say, I mean, it's even random stuff where, you know, oh, I saw this and I thought of you, you know, because you are, it's, it's you're treating them like a friend because exactly. that's, I think that's where people miss that connection. They're treating them like a client and what they think a client should be treated like when you need to be treating them like you would your friend. Holy crap. That's a great point. We should just develop a whole training class on that. That's awesome. I like that. Good, good. So treat them like a friend, not like a client. Yeah. That's great. But even like vendor partners, like you were talking about, yeah. you know, I mean, that's such an untapped business where they're not 
really marketed to in that manner because I think something I'm not you know fond of from a realtor standpoint where realtors their perception is they look at them like oh they're just trying to get my business mm -hmm. well why aren't you trying to get theirs right nope you, you're totally missing the mark on an untapped avenue That's in right. my opinion yeah. I've had so many lender and home warranty and title company um that not only are they my clients but they're referring me business. So, and they see how well you handle the transaction also. So, yeah. and that just eggs them on to refer yes. more in the future because yes. they get to see just as many handle them poorly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You have to be on your A, your A game. Yeah. You can't suck. So, <laughs> you can't don't suck. suck. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. What's our next? What's our next um, one? So, so, client, so, with that one, we're talking about client appreciation. Yes. Right? So, and then we also do parties. I'm a big, we, we genuinely love our clients. You yeah. know, again, we treat them like friends. I try to do something quarterly based on okay. different niches that I may have. Um, you know, my husband loves to shoot. So our, you know, clients that like to shoot, will go rent on the gun range okay. and just take, you know, our, our top 20 referral partners. And I say partners, but it can be, you know, anybody, a past client, a vendor, whomever. Um, I'll do Botox and bubbles, maybe one quarter. I'll, you know, rent out a hair salon the other quarter. Um, we'll do a family event another quarter, depending on, you know, we have so many varying different types of clients and right. friends. So that way it's something for and everybody. I assume this is all organized in the CRM. Oh, yeah. Oh, it buttons, is. Right? Everything's like super tagged. Yeah. We're very, I will say, we're very, very um, OCD with our tagging. Mm -hmm. Some people have like 12, 20 tags. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're all ranked, like a report card, A, B, C, D, and F. Yeah. And I still follow up with the S because I'm too competitive to not. <laughs> <laughs> Until you die, I still pretty much right. follow up. I really do. <laughs> hey, then you, you buy or tell me to die. Right, right? basically. Yeah. And then we do one big client party at the end of the year for all of our clients that bought or sold or refer to someone that bought or sold um, and just have a good time. Very good. Yeah. Very good. So client appreciation. So we started out with finding people who would send us referrals. Yeah, like your and top now 100. We, now that we've turned that into clients, yes. we're showing appreciation both yes. to the referrer and to the client. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay, so now what's our third What's our third bullet? So, point? you know, another big way to get referrals are Facebook groups. You know, that is something you've got, so especially in our area, they're, they're very prevalent on recommendations and referrals. And so again, it's back to um, what's that word? Reciprocity. That one, reciprocity. You know, if I'm tagging my Botox girl 20 different times, you know, she's going to see that. She's going to know it. She appreciates it. So when someone comes and asks for a realtor, I'm getting a tag from my Botox girl. Right? <laughs> it's really, you know, it's awesome. I'm not going to lie. I can give you a referral. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but you know, it is, it's, it's genuinely wanting to help the person asking for the referral. Um, and then more importantly, when you are tagged again, thanking the person, it may, sometimes we get 50 tags on one post, um, thanking every 50 people for the referral, but then having a real connection with the person asking it, um, versus just here's my card, you know, whatever. Um, it's really, it's relationships. And I think that's where a lot of people forget in this business. Yes, on this end, it's transactional, but on the other end, it's relationships. They are people yes. and they're scared. They're excited. Sometimes they're sad. Sometimes they're getting divorced. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes they're happy. They're getting married. 
but they're, they're people. And when you treat them like people, they respond. And that's huge. You've got to have the relationship, um, especially with those groups, because you're competing with, what, 40,000 other realtors in our area? So yeah, In our area, yeah. yeah. So have you ever created a Facebook group? Like, What does that look like? I have created have one. Do you have like, one for your clients or anything? Um, or? I do. Um, I don't use it super often. I probably should do that more. Um, but I never want to come across too salesman-y like. Right. And I've always kind of struggled with where is that line? Um, I tend to have more, I prefer the one-on-one, calling them saying, you know, hey, let's grab lunch, let's grab coffee. I'm near you right now. What are you doing? Um, But I do have them. Um, I think if you're probably, if you're not delivering value, you're probably, you're just, you're almost using it almost like a CRM and it comes up. Yes, 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 yeah. But it's a great place. I mean, friend everybody you know, especially your clients. People get scared to friend their clients. Um, I'm not really sure why, except maybe they don't want them to see them Pass out on the floor on drinking or you know right. something like or that. But the thing they're is, they're posting a bunch of political stuff. Or, well, yeah, be careful. But you gotta, that. Learn how to yeah. you gotta learn how to publish, right? Well, and you can also filter. Right. You can filter who right. sees what. Um, so lists. if you want to do that, yeah, create your list. Um, but it's such a great tool because the birthdays are in there, anniversaries are in there. If that's what I tell you about, it's like even if they don't post their, even if they don't post their birthday on their profile, yeah. If you scroll down far enough, their mom will wish them a happy birthday. Somebody wished them a happy birthday. Their wife or husband tagged them in the post. Happy birthday to this guy, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's there. Or if their dog passes away, we'll send them a gift. You know, I mean, it's because we can all relate to that. That sucks. And you know, just to see that you saw it, you acknowledge it, you're, you know, truly sympathetic towards them. Um, that's a game changer, I feel like. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Okay, awesome. All right, so now. Facebook groups. So we've got finding people who are going to have reciprocal relationships with you mm-hmm. from an industry standpoint. Yeah. We've got um, client appreciation yep. and referrer appreciation. Yes. And now we have the Facebook, Facebook groups. Facebook groups. Um, what do we got next? Um, so charity organization. Okay. I'm big with uh, giving back to the community. Um, and with that creates other opportunities that allow you to introduce you to people that are like-minded and mm-hmm. have the same care for causes as yourself. Um, it can be anything. It can be if you're into motorcycles, if you're into, you know, dogs, you know, foster shelters and right. you know, any, whatever it may be. Um, but it opens you up to a whole other network of people that are, again, similar and like-minded, um, but you're also working together often for whatever cause it is that you're, you're working towards. Right. But with your, when you're around people who are similar and like-minded, I mean, we, you know, we've all heard the mantra that people buy from people that they know, like, and trust, yes. right? Yes. And so ultimately, at the end of the day with that, what you're really doing is just making friends. That's it. Yeah. You're making more friends, yeah. right? And that's, I think, really the key point of it all is you have you want to work with who you like and people work with who they like. Right. And so when you find those people, you know, seek them out, first of all, and then build those relationships and it comes organically. Right. Um, I think, you know, when we talk to newer agents, especially, but if we have somebody who moves here and they don't really have a big sphere of influence or something like that, you know, as opposed to, and you know, nothing against these organizations. But as opposed to going to a chamber of commerce meeting right. um, or a rotary or you know whatever that looks like, that 
tends to be rooms filled with people handing out business cards. Right, right. So what we see happen is they'll go for a couple of months and then they just get tired of being one of the people handing out business cards. Right. And so what we always talk about is it's a little bit of a longer play, mm -hmm. but go do something that you love to do. Well, that's it. And have fun. And yeah. You're going to go back. You're not going to come off as the cheesy guy with, right. a, with a business card trying yes. to get business. You're going to make friends. And ultimately, that's right. going to lead to the business. Company. And I think, too, don't go into it with the expectation to receive anything. Because right. That comes across, too. Like, if you're, you've got to do something that you're genuinely interested in. Um, for me, I'm a member of Junior League of the Woodlands. Mm -hmm. I, lo I love it because it gives back to so many different charities that I feel strongly about. Um, but even if I got zero business from it, I'm still good because I love what I'm doing with that right. organization. And I do love the women that are a part of it. Um, getting business is the so cherry sorry. on top. Right. You know, um, for me, it was rodeo. Yeah. So, you know, we were just literally exactly. just talking yeah. about rodeo before we started recording. And, you know, I love going down there, hanging out with those guys, yeah. doing what we do to raise money for kids. Mm -hmm. And I just so happened to have gotten a fairly decent amount of right. business out of that over time. Right. But that was that's not my primary motivation. I don't right. go there to get business. I go I there because it makes a, a difference in the lives mm -hmm. of kids who are going to be able to further their education. It's fun. Mm -hmm. And I've made a bunch of friends. Right. 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 I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. If you go in with the expectation, they're going to feel it. And then that's not nobody wants that. No. So now no. you're just selfish. Right. Right. <laughs> so and you know, we've also we talked to experienced agents about this. A lot because you know you'll see somebody who comes in the business and you know they start at zero, right? And then you see their business kind of pick up and pick up and pick up, but at some point it just kind of starts to plateau, mm -hmm. and that's when we say, okay, it's time for you to go meet some new, meet, make some new friends. Yes. Go talk to more strangers. Yes. Yes. Right? Have the uncomfortable I mean. conversations. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's one of the things we talk about is like, what do you like to do? Now go right. do something. Yes. Go yeah. Join a cooking club. Like. Go join a fitness group. Go yeah, join we never a do those. No. <laughs> But somebody I'm the sure cooking, but not that. the fitness. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Good. No, I agree. All right. So that's four. Number five. Um, and, well, I think we did. So we've got client parties, the Facebook groups, the top 100. Okay. The charity organizations. And then just working with those that work with you, you know, kind of your partners, your vendors, yeah. um, or even your hairdresser, for example. Right. I mean, all of my hairdressers I've ever used have bought real estate with me. Yeah. So I think there's, you know, I think we underestimate a lot of time that if we're spending money with somebody, we should at least have a conversation yes. with them. Yeah. Um, and set them up to be on a campaign. I tell the story all the time. You know, I it took me almost a decade of follow-up, but I finally got my doctor yeah. to buy a home from me. That's awesome. And then in the three years that that followed that, mm -hmm. They sold that home, bought another home. We helped his son buy a home, sold an investment property. His sister bought a home, sold that home. We referred to a referral partner in Austin when she bought another home. So it was eight years of nothing. And then right. all of that in well, the span of two or three years. I think that's where people, agents, realtors, they get discouraged, understandably so, because it'll be two or three years if you're working on someone. But they're not ready yet. Right. They're just, it's not the time frame where they're ready to move. Um, and even somebody said it in our Facebook group. I can't remember which realtor it was, but they said, you know, how big is Facebook for your business? Because I'm not getting anything. But they had only been doing it maybe a year. Right. 
like I've been on Facebook for 10 years. Right. So, and so it takes time to figure it, it out. It's a long time. Yes. Yeah. Which groups are good to be a part of, which groups aren't. Yes. You know, where you're going to be able to spend your time. Because, I mean, you could theoretically spend all damn day on Facebook. Yes. And there are some agents who do. Yes. And are none the better for it. Right. 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 So there has to be some sort of strategy behind Absolutely. what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm big on time blocking. I mean, mm -hmm. if I, I could, if I don't block time, I could be on Facebook for six hours right. and you know, I'm down watching a squirrel video, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know how I got there, but I'm there. Yeah, and it started with trying to get my hair done. Right? So now I'm watching a squirrel video. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Um, but you do. For the record, I don't have a hair done. No. no. Oh, that's all right. You don't need it. Right. Uh, so I have a top 99. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. Well, Catherine might. Yeah, there you go. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Absolutely. So I think that the word that was probably repeated the most as we went through this list was the word relationship. Yes. Because it's not just a referral, right? No, right. It is a relationship with the people who, right. are, who are doing this. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, if you're married, if you're not, whatever, we all know that re relationships take work. Right. Right. And time. And time. Yep. And, you know. Nurturing. Yeah. And so that's the key is to look at it from a relationship standpoint. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on My and sharing. Pleasure. Yeah. Love me. it. Bridget is always willing to come on and talk with talk about stuff. And uh, she just happens to kick ass at, at referrals. So I wanted oh, to bring that thank in. Thank you. So thank you. Thank you for watching. Uh, and we'll see you next time on Top Five. <laughs>